44 in Lynchburg, 47 in Appomattox. It is all nice and fall, and it just makes you feel like, you know, Thanksgiving's coming. It is coming. It is coming. You know what that means. (laughs) Turkey trot, maybe? The turkey trot's coming. Pretty excited about that. Uh, We've got a special guest in with us today uh, with... uh, with the uh, humankind we're glad to have you join us this morning good morning good morning thank you so much for having me um so turkey trot has been a tradition for a while now tell us a, a little bit uh about how long this has been going on sure absolutely so the lynchburg turkey trot this will be our 34th year and um, we're really excited to continue on this community tradition that feeds families right here across our community. Um, and it's just a great tradition and a great way to kick off the holiday for all of us. Well, now, um, Ashley, tell me a little bit about your role with Humankind. Uh, tell us what you do there. Yeah, so I'm the Director of Communications for Humankind, and I have the pleasure of helping all of our programs and services reach clients and community partners, as well as being a part of the the team that, that fundraises to make all of this possible. And the Lynchburg Turkey Trot is our largest fundraiser okay. of the year. And uh, it's something I've been a part of for about seven years now, and I really look forward to kicking off my Thanksgiving morning with uh, all of all of the people of Lynchburg. Well, it really has become kind of a, a tradition for the Lynchburg area. For people who aren't familiar with humankind, uh, give us a little bit of a, a snapshot of exactly what it is that you do and what this money goes for. Absolutely. And we we do a lot of different things. And the way we like to think about our programs is how do we wrap around a family to really move them out of poverty and into success? And that is what we encounter a lot of times is most families have more than one need when you encounter them, whether it's um, they have childcare barriers. And so we support them with our early head start program and free, free childcare between the ages of zero and three. And we case manage and work with those families to make sure that they have a job. Do they have mental health needs? Do they have transportation barriers? Um, All of our programs are able to work together and wrap around a family to help move them into a place of stability. And that's not an easy job to do. Breaking uh, the chains of generational poverty um, is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And it's also the most rewarding work to see a family just gain empowerment and pride in themselves that they were able to find those places of stability. And every journey looks different, obviously. Um, but we, we feel very strongly about how do we help a, a family and, and move them in, in different ways. Right. Because it's not always about throwing money at something. Absolutely. There's a lot more than that because a lot of times people have lost hope. And that's the most dangerous thing. It is. It looks like we've got the pandemic a little bit behind us. And, we hope. And, and, oh, yes. Hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, how has this... It, you know, just kind of the freeing up of people maybe being more willing to volunteer and or participate in a thing like yeah. the tur- turkey trot. What do, you, what do you think the end of this year brings into next year, 2023? Well, definitely. I mean, we we are still in great need of volunteers. This is a big event to put mm-hmm. on. And so we encourage everyone, if, if you're not a runner or a walker, but uh, you want to come out on Thanksgiving morning, it, it's a joyful time. And I really invite folks to come out. We also need volunteers to help us put together those Thanksgiving meals that we're going to be handing out to families. Right. So there's a lot of great ways to get involved and, and kind of give back to the community. 
Um, but definitely participation. I mean, we're looking forward to a great year, a big crowd. Um, I think last year it was wonderful just to be back in person mm-hmm. for that first time. And uh, we look forward to bringing more people back. But we're, we're loving that the virtual aspect really satisfied so many people and their right. needs because we had folks who took it with them on their family trip to Kentucky right. to visit mm-hmm. family for Thanksgiving. Um, we already have one family this year who's taking it with them to Spain. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. So, Jeez. yeah, we were really, you know. They win the award for furthest trot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Right. <laughs> right. We should start having that award. So we're, we're just glad. Because for us, it's all about the family being able to do something together mm-hmm. and um, have different generations do it with them. So having the the youngest of the young and as well as the grandparents participating. Uh, 8 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning. Where do they need to be? They need to be right in front of Easy Glass High School on Langhorn Road. Um, and that is Thanksgiving morning, November 24th. And then if you're a virtual participant, you have that whole week of Thanksgiving to do your 5K. And you can find out more by going to humankind.org. That's correct. All right. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, the turkey trot is just a great tradition. Um, and I love it when people dress up and oh, yeah. put the wild costumes um, on. Yeah, I mean, do got- most people dress up? We have a lot of folks who dress up. And we actually have some merchandise and dress up available on our website oh, cool. when you register. Oh, so nice. if you do not have a roasted turkey hat. Uh, mm. We can actually make that Who among us does happen. not need one of those? Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick question. Uh, did you guys? You were the ones that did the over the the edge we of the building were. Yeah. Uh, at, down at Bank of the James, and I DJed that for you That's one year. That's right, you sure did. Uh, is that coming back, or is that a thing of the past? That's going to be a thing of the past. Okay. Yeah, we we it had a nice lifespan, and right. we enjoyed it. And you know, it was one of those things when the pandemic hit. We said, okay, what? What are the most important things right. we can focus on? And uh, you can only do but so much. That you don't yeah. have people yeah. rappelling off well, the side of the building. I, I mean, I How imagine many... the insurance bill was pretty high for that <laughs> the day. The insurance bill, and, and, and people were like, I've, I've done that once. I think I'm yeah. good. <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that again. Carl Miller, the, day, the real yes. estate man, yes. that day went twice. He did. And I'm thinking, yeah. man, he's double crazy yeah he's a great guy though he does a lot of great fundraising too for a lot of organizations well we're looking forward to this one for sure so uh go to humankind.org and find out how you can participate with your family in the uh the turkey trot in lynchburg be in front of ec glass at eight o'clock on thanksgiving morning and make it part of your tradition for thanksgiving this year ashley carroll director of communications thanks for being with us thank you we appreciate it so much so janet Mm -hmm. i'm thinking i'm not a runner I mean, right. I, I, my wife and I did participate one year. Uh, I may go down there and hand out water or turkey hats or something. <laughs> you don't have to run it. I know. You I, I just found it. out that I that you I could speed. Well, walk I know it. I could walk it. It probably would be good at this point in my life. It would. But um, and I am feeling better. Finally, the right leg is is yeah. getting better. So you could just you could like speed walk it. Right. You could do it. I, I bet you I wouldn't come in last. <laughs> I, I'm, that's I could, your biggest concern i could put money on that i think i i would do all it takes to be you know someone who's struggling let's just put it that way all right uh you're looking for another feel-good story warm springs ranch that's where the budweiser's iconic horses come from oh the clydesdales those gorgeous clydesdales there's uh there's the stork has arrived and delivered two new foals. Oh wow! Of the Budweiser Clydesdale fan, uh, the colt a male and the filly a female 
were both born at the company breeding and training facility in Boonesville, Missouri. And the 300-plus acre facility was built in 2008, has been home to the iconic horses seen in those famous Budweiser commercials. And uh, the ranch houses over 70 Clydesdales, ranging from foals mm. to stallions. And uh, property features a male stallion and a foaling barn, a veterinary lab, and 10 pastures. Wow. Look, and they're big even oh, when gosh, they're just, born. Even their their uh, I mean, horseshoes at, are I mean, huge. Look, they're, I mean, these are these are the babies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, the babies are even big. Double trouble on the ranch is what they is what they said. Did you ever see the video where the Clyde's where the Clydesdales were were coming out and and you know mom's all and the, and then the the baby runs after them, <laughs> breaks out and runs I, I after them. I've seen so a lot funny. of the Clydesdale commercials. I you well know. they were making their way out for an appearance oh. and apparently the baby oh, got I loose. See. Oh yes. okay, yes they're so. they're quite uh, quite a. They are so popular. We've welcomed them in the Lynchburg area a couple mm-hmm. of times, mm-hmm. and people just went crazy right. over seeing the, the Clydesdales. And now you can go to Warm Springs Ranch right. on Twitter or Facebook, any of those, and you can meet the newest filly and colt, huh. and you can see them, and they are quite beautiful, Okay, I must say. Sounds good. All right, when we come back, uh, we were talking about you know voter fraud with the, the bear competition. Yeah. Now, we have uh, another story about some things being delivered, um, some voter registrations being delivered, many more than, than should be. We'll talk about that when we come back. It is 8.15. If you uh, want more information on Humankind, you can go to their website. We're going to have a post up on our Facebook page so you can even maybe register if you want to be part of the Turkey Trot so glad that Ashley stopped by. Janet has a five and dine in the queue. She talked about having different gifts in the queue. Well, you have an amazing five and dine in the queue. We'll it's do that. It's National Gumbo Day. It is Gumbo Day. We're gonna we're gonna go that direction around eight forty five. Stick with us. Thanks for being here on this Hump Day. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Hmm. I was hoping you were going to come out with Rocky Mountain High in Colorado. <laughs> well, well, I was a little busy during that break. We may have, we may need to do that. Apparently, they're smoking something in Colorado. <laughs> oh, we know it's legal. Well, that's true. That is true. Colorado has incorrectly sent 30,000 voter registration notices. Well, somebody's smoking something. But So you're like, oh, Janet, did they send them... You know, did they send them twice to 30,000 people? No, they sent 30,000 voter registration notices to non-citizens by oh. accident. Wonder how much that accident cost. Yeah. The um, huh. Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold's office, blamed wow. the error on a glitch. Okay. Saying the mix-up occurred when department employees compared a list of 102,000 names provided by the Electronic Registration Information System 
with a database of Coloradans issued driver's licenses. Uh-huh. See? There you we go. Talk about that. Motor voter. Mm-hmm. Motor voter. It happens in Virginia, too. Mm-hmm. They just click that little box. Yep. Do you want a voter registration card? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Sure. Now, um, wow. they released a wow. statement saying, we've become aware that approximately 30,000 eligible but unregistered postcard mailers were incorrectly sent to ineligible Coloradans. <laughs> uh, the office is undertaking an internal review of the incident. Okay. Good for and them. And will take corrective action as warranted. It doesn't say when they're going to do that. You're going to do that before November? Hmm? Well, we know how lightning fast government works. Oh, my gosh. So, got that going for us. They stress that non-citizens who received the postcards would not have been able to register if they tried. Right, right. Mm -hmm. No, no, not at all. Of course not. (laughs) However, the incident opened Griswold up to some criticism, especially Mm -hmm. in light of election integrity questions raised after the 2020 election. Yeah, why don't they get on this? It just blows my mind. A Republican Party chairwoman said in a statement, Griswold continues to make easily avoidable errors right before the ballots go out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of her defenders argued the incident showed the system is working. It should show, first of all, that mistakes can happen, but secondly, that there are checks in place to make sure mistakes don't result in a disaster. I'm okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Whatever you say. I'm being a little sarcastic here. I'm sorry. Well, I, you know, and that's why I haven't yeah. really weighed in too much on the whole story about th- that came out yesterday uh, about a leaked voicemail. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. A leaked voicemail revealed Joe Biden's message to his son, Hunter, as he struggled with addiction. Now, if you think for a second this thing timing was released accidentally, right. yeah. you're full of it. Yeah, it's... Um, and, and and look, I don't want to beat up on that family. Right. Because the, uh, having a drug addiction and dealing with that in your family yeah, is a very difficult hard. thing. Sure. But to use your, your family and to use that story to gain sympathy or whatever, which right. he's always done. Well, he's done it. Well, you know, he did it with his wife. He did it, he with, did his, it with Bo. Yeah. He lost his son to cancer, and he's played that quite a few times. And, of course, the... Uh, that they took no, uh, they didn't waste any time mm-hmm. kind of painting him. This is what the article said. Okay. I'll let you draw your own conclusion. And okay. all of this, Joe Biden has become one of the most relatable characters in this unfolding story of addiction. Chad <sighs> Moses, the director of outreach at the nonprofit, uh, Moses said the president's voicemail paints a picture of a caring father as well as an everyman. Mm-hmm. I hope people can hear that, that if the most powerful man in the United States, God help us, can be overwhelmed, can mm-hmm. also be not just overwhelmed by the circumstances, but overwhelmed by the sense of love he has, that he can't be shamed out of his belief in his son. And, and that and I think that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's. It's frustrating that he would use that to try to. Well, okay. I mean, it comes out the same day that that those horrible numbers come out. Right. About he he fell he failed below fifty percent in every single thing. Yeah, yeah. The ten top things in America because he doesn't that, relate to what Americans right. are going through. Right. When this makes him relatable, all of a sudden, 
Doesn't it seem to me, if you had a, a son that struggled with drugs and has overcome it, that you'd want to talk about the fentanyl crisis and how how chaotic it exactly. is? Exactly. You know, that's where if you, you were ever, that's where you play your card. If you were ever going to be passionate about, right. but he can't do that, see, because he's created the fentanyl. He's crisis. created the crisis, right? So he can't he can't adjust, address that mm-hmm. because he's the one responsible right. for it pouring over our borders. Mm-hmm. But you would think. If if anybody was going to be passionate about that, mm-hmm. he would be. I got a I got a question for you based on, you know, these rainbow colored fentanyl pills and all this, and you know we well, we've had everything. we've yeah. had the stories about, you know, that being more attractive to kids and all that kind of stuff. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on uh, because they're the media is saying that Republicans are using scare uh, scare tactics for Halloween. You know, saying that people might slip fentanyl in your Look, there's, kids' there's candy. Six, and, there's sick individuals everywhere. Right. So nothing would surprise me. Right. Um, I, I don't think it's as dangerous to little children as, as it is to young, young people. Uh, you know, middle, or, school, yeah, middle high school, school, high school kids yeah. who are who are willing, because a parent, a good parent, is going to make sure that everything that their kid has mm-hmm. is sealed up mm-hmm. and right. you know things like that. They're not I mean my goodness, we weren't even allowed to eat things that weren't com- nothing in a in a little baggie, right, nothing right. No, none of that. Right, no. No Ziplocs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and and you do want to inspect your kids chil- your children's mm-hmm. things. You want to inspect them. Sure. Make sure that no seal's been broken or anything right. like that. Right. I mean that. that was that way before the fentanyl crisis. Right. I mean well, long before. Yeah. Because so, there was needles, yeah, and, needles and, razor and, and, and razor blades and, like and apples that. and all that stuff. So I, I just, I was just curious of, of, of I, I don't want you to predict. I, I think there will be some cases. I mean, we're we're a country of three hundred plus million people, and I don't know. Let's just say thirty million go out and trick or treat. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be a chance that something's going to slip through. Right. Right. You know, and I hate to think that, but. You know, the, the trunk or treat stuff looks more appealing all the time. Mm-mm-mm. Not that I'm going trunk or treating, you know, because I got enough junk in my trunk already. <laughs> got enough junk in your trunk? <laughs> all right. I'm not going to be adding candy to it. Okay. Actually, I don't have a trunk. I uh, gotta... <laughs> a Biden administration official privately briefed former employers, uh, donors on mm-hmm. energy policy. Text messages are now showing. Oh, a top Biden administration official briefed a funders-only event hosted earlier this year by the Energy Foundation, mm-hmm. her for- former employer, according to records obtained by an energy policy group. Okay. Allison Clements, a Democrat commissioner on the five-member Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, ultimately agreed to attend a January 10 fundraiser event despite an Energy Foundation official suggesting her presence might be inappropriate, huh. according to text messages wow. and uh, emails obtained by the Institute for Energy. Mm-hmm. Not sure if this is inappropriate to ask or not. Would you be willing, interested, available to talk with Funder Group about uh, 2022 priorities? Energy Foundation Fossil Fuel Program Director wrote in a text message in December. Wingate then said the group would consider rescheduling the event if Clements wasn't able to attend on January 10th. Hmm. One week prior to the event, Energy Foundation Senior Program Associate Sandy Carter emailed FERC staff 
uh, schedule of the event, which included a funders only portion and briefing led by Clements and a Q&A after. Mm. I thought your comments were very interesting and helpful in focusing our group on ways we can support successful advocacy at FERC, Wingate emailed Clements two days after the event, thanking her for her attendance. While the content of her briefing remains unclear, IER and ethics experts said her presence at the meeting of apparent Energy Foundation donors certainly raised ethic questions. Meeting regularly with far-left organizations she used to work for used to work for creates a troubling impression Hmm. briefing the funders of these groups is inescapably improper at the very least she should recuse herself from voting on matters of interest to the energy foundation if she was a republican commission who was cozy with industry representatives the left would be calling for her resignation you're right Hmm. they would be calling for her resignation so why is anybody calling for her resignation resignation, right hmm because that door doesn't swing both ways. Right. For yeah. whatever reason. We've already seen in in government, sometimes you get a promotion. Right. Exactly. Who knows? Heck, she may be the next press secretary. We don't know. <laughs> she has ovaries. It could happen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Are you really a girl? Because if you're not, then oh tick, tick. Oh That's boy. two boxes. <laughs> well, with this administration, oh, I you know, know it's I true. I know. I know. It's all about the Ticking equity. Ticking the boxes. Equity, 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 and more equity, which doesn't equal out, unfortunately. Hey, Kimberly McBroom has some stories coming up. She's going to talk about the thefts in Campbell County. Or Attorney General from the state of Virginia going to be in our area today, and the Danville hosts the Danville Night Out. CBS News Brief will obviously have some updates on national news, and Janet and I will be back. She has a five and dine that you're going to die for. Well, we don't want you to die, but you're going to really like it. Stick around for that. That is around 845. 47 degrees now in Bedford. We have 47 in Lynchburg, 46 in Roanoke, 45 in Salem, 49 in Danville, 50 in Appomattox. Small businesses looking to apply for grant funding from the American Rescue Plan Act will have an extension period to work with. The city of Roanoke has announced the deadline has been extended from December the 1st That's this year to January the 31st. That gives you, you know, another couple of months there. uh, Specific uh, ARPA funding has been designated for this initiative. The extension does not apply to applications that are already being processed for which funds have already been received. The report deadline for these applications is staying at December 1st for those that are already in the process. Well, the... uh City of Martinsville Mm -hmm. is launching a new tourism mobile app. Visit Martinsville is, uh, they now have an interactive widget. The digital tools were designed to ensure visitors and locals can conveniently find the information that they need, even while on the go, according to Visit Martinsville. Mm -hmm. Uh, Designed with their partners at Visit Widget, the app and widget provided a new way to navigate the amenities that Martinsville and Henry County has to offer. Uh, According to them, they have things like local events, attractions, restaurants, shops, 
and a whole lot more. Hmm. Inside both the widget and the mobile app, users can view a complete list of such amenities, or they can search through subcategories like arts and culture, fishing and boating, specialty food and farm products, and others depending on what their interest may be. So if you're going to be in the Martinsville area, you might want to check out this new mobile app uh, meant for visitors and locals alike. Widgets. Widgets. It's just fun to say. It is fun to say. Well, Widget. you know, they use they use widgets as examples. Like, so you have a company that makes widgets, and they have 13 employees, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, widgets have become more than just... Is that just, the term, widgets? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, they use okay, widgets yeah. for All stuff right. like that. People use that, that example. Mm-hmm. Well, widgets have become much more, especially when you're trying to work on your, you know, loading your news on the website at around five o'clock in the morning when the widgets don't work i don't like widgets and then i have to get my widget creator who's in the studio next door not right now because he gets to work banker's hours but anyway uh he has to help me with the widgets because widgets can be confusing i digress though so so let me ask you this did you happen to drive by any of the texas inns yesterday no and they had the hot dog special yesterday good lord yeah i'm sure it was crazy they were lined, I mean, out the door. The right. pictures are unbelievable. Yeah. I I drove by the downtown one. Okay, yeah. And it was like, what? <laughs> where are you people parking? <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, so, And they did that uh, downtown in Lynchburg. They did it at Quarterstone. And then they did it in Harrisonburg yeah. as well. 87 cent hot dogs to celebrate uh, 87 years. How about that? And they said it was nonstop all day long. Mm. And customers said it was worth the wait. Yeah. You remember the... uh, Eight until seven is when they did it. Really? Limit six per customer. Remember the old exchange where they did the pancakes all day long? First Thursday or Friday in November or whatever it was. the pancakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they, they don't do it anymore. They stopped doing it. I'm pretty darn sure. What? Yeah, look it up. That was... The end of an era. Yeah, you could have pancakes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was the pancake jamboree. Yeah, the pancake jamboree. I'm pretty sure the exchange club stopped. I think it was a couple of years ago. I think the pandemic. Well, but, but tam- pandemic certainly. Yeah, yeah, the pandemic hurt him, but I don't think. I it, think I think that's fake news, dude. I, I don't well, think that's true. I well, I, I'm I gonna who cry. To find out from. I'm gonna cry BS on that. I know the son. Of, the Exchange Club, uh, 61st annual Pancake Jamboree, Friday, November 4th, 2022, Lynchburg City Armory. Boom. Well, good. I'm excited. Fake news. Well, no. I was told they weren't going to do I'm it. I'm finding you $2,500. I was told. For misinformation. By the son of one of the former directors. Well, they don't was know. Going away. They don't know their pancake from a hole in the ground. Well. Because they're <laughs> wow. wrong. <laughs> Mr. M, I hope you heard that. Because he listens sometimes. <laughs> now, I thought I thought it was uh, not only due to the pandemic that the that the folks that worked it were were getting up in age if you look around right i mean the the gentlemen with the exchange club they're they're up in age hey look, they do a great work they do but i mean i've gone and i've gone and cooked pancakes there many years yeah many I've, many many years. i've only eaten i've only eaten i like i like walking up to the celebrities and you know having a little bit of fun with them mm-hmm. are you the lady on the radio are you the <laughs> you're are oh, you channel 13 that's right oh my gosh i watch you not all they got the people time. from i never watch you uh <laughs> is that what you say to them yeah. so the the angle pancake jamboree is going to be held on friday november 4th at the lynchburg city armory oh. your tickets are ten dollars each i'm so excited 10 more 10 or more tickets are nine dollars each 50 yeah. or more eight dollars each wow they do take credit cards at the door mm-hmm. oh see things have changed so 
much. Well, um, and yeah. then you can purchase your tickets at Overstreet uh, Hardware, Bank okay. of the James, uh, Quick as a Wink Cleaners. This is great news. Chestnut this is Hill, breaking Market news. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, I'm glad I could. I, glad I'm I could glad you put you, that at bay. Yeah, but they. Now yeah, you're right. They haven't had one since 2019. Yeah, I thought it was going away. In all honesty, Mm-mm. I mean, I really did. No, it's back, baby. It's back, and it's with a vengeance. Yeah, it, it is. That it comes back, and you heard it here first. Limited sausage on the <laughs> morning jam. That's always the thing. Limited sausage. <laughs> pancake jamboree, ten dollars. All you can eat pancakes. Limited sausage. It, it's limited. Are they really saying that? It's always been that. Well, way. I know. They've when you go back for that. seconds, they've always had that written down on if their. If you smile, they will slide you a sausage patty. One, when you go back for seconds. Of course, be, of course well, they do. Of course they do. They do if you, to you slip them a twenty, and I mean, they're just well, that's different. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just teasing. All right. Although I have been given sausage, but that was our running joke when right. when oh, limited <laughs> sausage, limited sausage. <laughs> oh, you can eat pancakes, limited sausage. <laughs> you know, like the guy that talks really fast right. at the end. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm, I'm I am really happy that that it's come back. Yeah, because I guess you know, in in all honesty, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in my forties, <laughs> when I was younger, right? I would literally go up for thirds. And, wow! Uh, now I will go back because I feel obligated to go back at least for one or two more pancakes. I will tell you though, but if, I'm done for the day after. That. If you uh, if you are good at making pancakes, mm-hmm. your line will get really long. Yeah. Like, especially if you get next to somebody uh, who has, like, they either overcook them or they're doughy right. in the middle. Yeah, they don't want you. No. Mm-mm. And they will not stand in their line either. So what would you rather have, overcooked or doughy? I'd rather have, stand in my line. I'll make sure they're cooked right. Mm. That's that's all I can tell you. Yeah, I don't want doughy. I'd rather have them a little brittle. Right. If I have my Because you can always soften that up yeah, with, with some. Butter. And syrup. <laughs> that'll, that'll butter. Not limited. So well, that, we have that. Yeah, well, that's where they lose money on me is just on the butter. And the syrup. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to do our five and nine here in just a little bit. Yep. It is National Gumbo Day today. It is Gumbo Day. We've been debating the differences in gumbo and jambalaya on uh, on text. But, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're going down to the bayou. With some gumbo. Yep. Let's do it. Oh, I love that music. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready? I am. All right, I got to wait for that to play out. It's, he's still going. He's going and going. That's Ray, the lightning it's bug. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five <laughs> minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Is that really his name? His name is Ray because, you know, he's a lightning bug, so like his butt lights up. and oh. It's from The Princess Frog, which is a great family oh, movie. Oh, okay, okay. That's right. I forgot so much fun. Mm-hmm. So today, uh, Five and Dime brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Mm-hmm. We're giving you a recipe today since it is National Gumbo Day for chicken and sausage gumbo from yes. FNL. You're mm. going to start with a large stock pot, put in some olive oil, and you're going to cook down that chicken and your andouille sausage. Now, I will say... Usually, then, Andouille has enough uh, fat in it. You don't need 
any more oil to mm-hmm. cook that chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just want to make sure that the sausage gets nice and crispy on those cut ends that you uh, that you do. And so make sure you get that cooked through. Remove it from the pot. Then you're going to add in the Trinity, the one large onion dice, the large green pepper dice, and two stalks of celery all diced up. Add that to some vegetable oil that you've put in there and some flour, and you're going to whisk that together until it turns a deep brown color. Then once that brown comes in, you're going to slowly stir in your chicken broth until it's blended and smooth, adding your chicken, your sausage, your tomatoes, your Creole seasoning, your garlic, your thyme, pepper flakes, and bay leaves. And then you're going to cover it and let it simmer for about 30 minutes, stirring it occasionally. Then you're going to remove the cover and simmer it for another 30 minutes. That's when it's going to start to thicken up and get really Mm. beautiful. Lastly, you add in the okra and the parsley and let it simmer for another 15 minutes. Now, I will tell you, I don't do it that way. I'll add the parsley in, and then at that point, as it's finishing off, I'll uh, fry some okra, and I'll put rice in my bowl. Mm -hmm. I'll put the gumbo over it, and then I'll put some fried okra on top, kind of as a garnish. Okay. And it's pretty delicious. Right. It is uh, gumbo, chicken and and sausage gumbo. Check it out. Go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dying. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by F&L Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save big on family pack ground beef, $2.98 a pound. Homemade pork sausage, mild or hot, $2.79 a pound. Chuck roast is $3.98 a pound. And family pack assorted pork chops are $2.79 a pound. Sugardale bacon, regular or thick slice, is $2.98 for a 12 ounce pack. Text FL Market to 833 605 1804 and join their VIP text club for exclusive deals and flash sales. Stop by FL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Yeah. 849. Here on our Wednesday over the hump show. I got a story for you. Okay. You know what I call it? What? Holy mackerel, <laughs> Batman. Okay. So did you know, because we've always heard fish is what kind of food? Brain food. Brain food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even eating a little bit mm-hmm. can help your brain. Yeah. So there is a study that's just come out saying even um, eating salmon, cod, tuna, Herring, sardines, keep your bread, uh, keep your brain healthy and thinking agile. Eating okay. cold water fish and other sources of omega-3 fatty acids could preserve brain health and enhance cognitive cognitive abilities in middle age. In fact, healthy volunteers whose red blood cells contain higher concentrations of omega-3 were found to have a better brain structure and cognitive function than those who were aged 40 to 60. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
The study of 2,183 dementia and stroke-free participants found that higher omega-3 index was associated with larger hippocampal volumes. The hippocampus is a structure of the brain that plays a major role in learning and memory. It was also associated with better abstract reasoning. Huh. Y'all better serve up some... Well, I, I think they need to put that on the White House menu, no doubt. Yeah, really. And, and my mem- menu, for that matter. Every I mean, day. Every day. But they say even little little amounts of those foods could really help you. I love salmon and cod. Right. And tuna. Mm-hmm. I don't like sardines. Yeah, I'm not a sardine guy. I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay with them in like a Caesar salad or something right, like that. Right. But but I well, I have tuna every day, so maybe that's I don't know. Well, that's true. Helping? I don't that know could if help. it's helping or not. <laughs> I'm just not I sure. I can't remember <laughs> if it helps but or anyway. not. So you have two cats. I do. Uh, the I other do. day I was talking to you and you had actually gone in to spend time with them. Yeah, because they they're at the one end of the house mm-hmm. and they have the uh the mudroom and the and the Florida room right. and the dining room. They have three rooms. They don't I mean, we don't let them sleep in there they sleep in the mudroom but we let them roam mm-hmm. that that into the house because i can shut the door to the kitchen that right. way the dogs don't try to kill them every day so do you find when they do you have one that's a purr yes 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 bristol or Brist, bristol purrs and and ramsey purrs but bristol is the more is the is okay. the big purr I don't think there's anything, and I'm a dog person, but I don't think there's anything more calming than a cat purring. It's supposed to lower your blood pressure somehow. Well, a website has designed an artificial purr engine. Oh, really? That plays customizable cat (laughs) purring sounds. Customizable? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Are you going to play it? Well, we're supposed to be able to. I got you turned up. Oh. Oh, wow. Now, do wow. you want it to be happy? I'm feeling better already. Okay. Oh. Can you change gears for me? Oh, overjoyed. All right. It all sounds the same. Oh, now he's further away. Oh. Okay. Ooh, now he's in your ear. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh. Wow. Oh, that one is very... That's, that's making people's woofers go crazy in their that's car. That's very nice. Back and forth. Yeah. Like rapid I fire. I won't. My mark won't let me have a cat. So, well, you can put this in your sound machine. Though. I know. It says you can't always have a purring cat on your lap with you, but um, Purly P U R R. Oh, it's a L I dot com is a, is a good dare we say perfect solution. <laughs> so, it's simply perfect. It's one of the most comforting sounds available and can help soothe and calm you down when you're feeling stressed. Right. It tries to recreate both the sound and presence of your own virtual cat through a custom engine modeled after real purrs. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's the only way I'm going to get a purr oh, at my gosh. house because my mark is anti-cat. Well. Not not interesting. Now, one of the coolest things is... kind of out where you live, though. A cat would be... It could be a good thing. Yes, it could. He could be earning his keep. Right. He, you don't even have to keep him inside. You can put can, a nice little box outside. I tried that. It didn't work. I, I tried. He uh, won't. He won't buy. He won't buy it. Okay. He had a cat mm. with issues. Ah, well. So yes. well. it's kind of marred him a little bit. Yeah, Apparently, well. the cat would stand on the litter box, and ah. and do oh, his no. business oh, off no. the edge as despite him. I, oh, probably See, now, that. Yeah, that cat had issues. I think so. Yeah. 
but I will tell you, you know what, you know what Rogan did Uh-oh. this morning. What? Well, it's it's getting cold outside. Sure. We don't love that. Sure. So we started just sticking our, our our body out the dog door. We leave our back legs in. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he got busted today. Oh wow. Caught in the act, and he's huh? like, "Look, dude, you got to go all the way out, all the way, <laughs> all, the, all way. the way. Carry that out into the yard, right? Sure. Like, but it's cold. I don't want to. Well, so, anyway, and I was like, technically, he was not inside, though. Right. So I, I got a question because you got that back porch area. Mm-hmm. You may need to put like I did at my house. Like a, I built a little astroturf thing. I put it together. You can buy them pre-made, but mm-hmm. I built mine a lot cheaper. I've got one on the front porch for the littles. Yeah. The bigs may not. Oh, no, not the bit for big dogs. I'm thinking of the little. No, the littles have one on the front. Okay. They have a they have a spot on the front that okay. they go. But, yeah. yeah. So there is uh, a lot of, of ideas out there about how to keep people cooler and warmer. Right. <laughs> uh, apparently, there is a, no, a, a new paint. A new, uh, okay. That is so stunningly white. Huh. It could be used to reduce the reliance on air conditioning. It reflects the... It reflects 98.7% of incoming light. So it's blinding to anybody that drives by the house. I don't know what I think about that. Yeah. Just the paint alone keeps surfaces 90, 19 degrees cooler right. than the surroundings by reflecting incoming solar radiation. That could be really helpful, though. Yeah. In some areas... Yeah, but why aren't you putting solar panels all around your house to absorb Seriously. all that? I know, man. I mean, because you know how it is when the, when you get when the snow when you get snow and yeah. then you've got oh, a, it's it yeah. is blinding. I like gotta light. wear sunglasses. That's the way this is. Yeah, for things like airplanes, cars, or anything that comes with weight constrictions. Um, huh. Four hundred microns is too dense a coating to be usable, so they went back to experimenting with new materials. Replace the barium oxide. With hexagonal boron nitride. I'm oh not smart God. enough these to are, be your friend, These dude. are all chemical. Um, the new paint weighs it's... 80% less than sulfate paint and That's achieves nearly identical solar reflection. How about that? I love smart people. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I'm I'm all for, you know, conserving energy. I'm mm-hmm, fine with mm-hmm. that. And I think that's brilliant when we start trying to figure out yeah, things you, like that. That's better than, yeah. you know, begging oh. these... Or having, you know, the power company turn your thermostat down automatically mm-hmm. or up, depending on the, you know, time of year. Right. Jeez. One more feel-good story before we go. Okay. Harry Kane has Harry become Kane. the most prolific goal-scoring Englishman in modern history. Okay. And he's channeling his star power to help England break its stigma with mental health. He's launched the Harry Kane Foundation mm-hmm. to use his influence to help fund Critical mental health work by coaching the power of positive thinking, resiliency, especially among young people. All right. Says nobody understands stress, pressure, and anxiety like a football team player does. True. Who's under the spotlight of the English sports media and during the harshest scrutiny of perhaps all the National Football League. Mm. Before Kane became the uh, first name in the starting lineup. He spent four consecutive years loaned out to different teams in lower divisions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes entire seasons would go by. He wouldn't even get sustained a, a sustained period of football. But he kept his chin up, eventually made the lineup in 2014 and 15, and won Young Player of the Year. Apparently, uh, as a boy, he was told he was no good. He shouldn't that? play football. Wow. 
and now he's the captain of England's team. I love those stories. And he's telling that story to, to all these kids. Good. Good. Yeah. Kids need to hear that. They do. Because they get they get beat down sometimes by their friends, sometimes family. It's right. It's, it's sad. But, it is. You know, a, a mom or dad saying something hurtful can can scar a kid. Or their or their coworker or co you know their players mm-hmm. on their team. Yeah. And the thing about it is, kids need to hear these stories because they look at other people and they think, mm-hmm. oh, it was easy for them to get there, right. or they were always talented, yes. or they never faced any pushback. Yeah. So good for him for sharing, yeah, that's sharing awesome. that story. I mean, you look at a Tom Brady and you're like, you were never told you weren't going to be, you know, he like came out of the womb and they're like, oh, look, here's a little football. <laughs> here's a little football for you, Tom. <laughs> you I don't know. not like Tom Brady, I do I do not know if that's true or not, <laughs> but if it's not true, he needs to tell the story. Kicking a man while he's down, he's having marital issues. Here's a little football, Tom. Here's a little model to go with it, too. Yeah. Oh, how about a supermodel you can marry? Let's do that. <laughs> well, marriage is in trouble from what I'm seeing on the news. Well, anyway, they've said so that about them before. I know. I, and I, I certainly hope yeah. that's not the case. Yeah, we hope it's not. Always. You know, it, this would be a good year to retire. Okay? Last year would have been a good year for, to, for him to retire. He had great numbers. He had some of the best numbers yeah. of any quarterback. Anyways, make today awesome. Yes. In the meantime, we'll make it a good one. We'll talk about Tom Brady tomorrow, maybe. <laughs>